Welcome to the Show and Girl Yes community, Bree Bradley, the CEO of Resourcefulness. As a business research coach, Bree teaches women how to blaze their trail and show up confidently. She is a generational curse breaker and a thought leader. Creative strategy is her superpower and she is resourceful AF. Welcome the queen of solutions over sulking, Bree Bradley. I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. And I am so excited to have you. Um, we've known each other for a short while, but I feel like I've known you forever. Um, just appreciate the um, friendship that we're building and um, just all of the knowledge that I learned from you um, on Clubhouse and those Clubhouse streets. But um, so excited to have you on the show. And Bree is a business coach and a thought leader. Bree, tell us about um, what who the community you serve as a business coach. So, um, hello, thank you for having me. I'm so 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 excited to be here. My name is Bree Bradley. Obviously, that introduction was amazing. Yes, you are. I serve mainly women, mainly coaches, women in the service industry. Um, a lot of my clients are first-generation entrepreneurs, which means that they are the first person around them who is kind of doing what they want to do. And so I used my um, career experience mixed with kind of who I've already always been, which is a teacher and a person who um, I'm a woman's woman. I love to support other women. And I love, you know, thinking about the possibility that I have the option to build the life that I want to create the amount of money that I want. So all women who are all about those things are usually the women that I serve in my community. And I'm so grateful for our friendship as well. Maisha, like such a short time that we've known each other, but I've learned so much from you. Awesome. So I heard you mention that um, part of like your, um, the women in your community are first generation um, wealth builders or business owners, what attracted you to that particular um, niche or that particular community? So I myself am first generation entrepreneur and actually I have never had the same vision for my life as most of my immediate family. And so for my whole life, I've been always wanting to find a new way to, I've always knew that there was like a way to get more out of life. And um, I've just always been the type of person that refuses to accept that, you know, I can't do something if someone, I see other people doing it. And so also I'm um, a mom of three. And when you're a mom, you know, people say that your life is over and everything that you do has to be for your kids. And for a while I bought that lie and I worked at jobs that I was miserable at, even though, you know, I always had these skills, but I was always afraid to branch out on my own because I'd never seen anyone doing it. And because what other people are saying is that I couldn't. <laughs> so I, gravitate towards those type of women because I'm proof and I know a bunch of other women that are proof that that's not true. Right. That, that is um, so true. And I think it's even more true, like people, um, for women of color, um, a lot of times we just kind of settle for like what is, or like what we have seen growing up. And, um, that's just, you know, exciting and wonderful to hear that, 
um, there are people like you to help um, other women to grow and to be um, and to live their authentic and best lives, right? However, they really define that. But it's just so um, awesome to have women like you that we can reach out to and, you know, learn and grow from. So um, what has been the most um, memorable or favorite thing about um, branching off? I know it can be scary. I know, you know, you can like be wondering, like, I have these three children, but what has been like the most um, memorable or like favorite thing um, that you can recall about like branching off and being on your own? Ooh, that's a good question. So I would say that that's like ever evolving. Um, it started with just being able to go drop my kids off at school and then come home and like have a house quiet to myself. <laughs> um, but you know, something that m one of my, my best friend a couple weeks ago, she's like, we should go to Miami in February. And I'm like, girl, I would love to, but you know, it's like, who, who knows if that can happen. And then I, you know, right now I'm in the middle of um, looking for my group coaching program on Clubhouse. And I had unexpectedly, before I even launched it or announced that I was offering it, four people reach out to me that wanted to be in the program. Wow. And um, I have the flexibility, right? I'm, I work from home. So as the time kept on coming and the prices were getting cheaper, we were like, you know what? Let's go to Miami. And now I'm going to Miami <laughs> in oh, less than awesome. two weeks. And yes. I don't have to ask anyone for time off. I don't have mm -hmm. to worry that my clients aren't being served because I'm in full control over what happens. And not only that, it's the, the fact that I can, that what I'm, the work I'm putting in it's mine. Like everything that I'm working for is mine. And that, that is my business. That means that my family is going to be able to have a better life. And, um, I feel so much more at peace with like rewarding myself and leaning in to that person that I am than I ever did when I was working like a nine to five. Like I was very insecure, always wondering if I was doing enough. Um, never felt like, you know, the, the bonuses that I got, it was never like, I should use this to treat myself because then I would have had to go through the whole entire process of like trying to get off of work and then worrying about work when I was there. And I know that's not everyone's experience. The job that I had um, was pretty toxic, but the, just the freedom of being able to branch off and being in control of my schedule, my, my um, finances, you know, what I get to do. And also my kids are all like aspiring entrepreneurs. And I think that it's awesome that they so awesome. want to have their own businesses. And my daughter actually did start her own business at, with a goal to raise money to buy an iPad. And she did it. <laughs> well, that is so awesome, Brie. So I heard the word freedom and that is um, something like going into this year is something that I am focused on. It's not so much that I'm starting my own business, but just giving myself those freedoms. Like, hey, you do work a lot. You do take care of your kid. Like you do a lot and you deserve some freedom too, right? And so mm -hmm. 
like yourself, I struggled the other day. Um, I had to purchase a new laptop and they are not cheap. <laughs> and <laughs> like, you know what? But this is part of investing in me. It's a part of giving myself the freedom to say, like, you're worth it. You need it. You've had the old one for over 10 years. Like, <clears throat> it's okay. And so um, I just admire you for that. Now, listen, you said that your kids are becoming entrepreneurs and that your daughter actually, you know, had a success in that and she was able to purchase her iPad. And so from what I see is that you were that role model for them, even if it wasn't like um, directly like saying like you need to start a business, but indirectly you impacted her and you're impacting your children to create those freedoms for themselves so that they're not the first generation of a wealth builder in your lineage. Um, so who impacted you to um, maybe not, you know, could be indirectly or directly, but who impacted you really to say like, I can do this. I don't, I can be scared and still do it. Um, were there people that impacted you or had a impression on you to, uh, for you to be able to like really take that jump and do it? Oh, okay. I can think, obviously the, the first thing that comes to my mind is always God. Like truly, I, I did not have very many. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not have very many examples of people around me who were doing anything that I wanted to do. Right. But, um, as far as impact goes, there are several like role models or adults that were in my life that um, just encouraged me to lean into my gifts or gave me opportunities that, you know, I maybe wouldn't have had um, because they, they saw something in me. But ultimately, I would say that it was God and my circumstances that kind of formulated the push for me to move forward with starting my own business. Um, and then also just, I, I, I want to say that I wasn't even confident in the beginning. <laughs> I wasn't confident. I was seeking a different feeling. So kind of like you said, you know, with the freedom, I wasn't necessarily sure if what I wanted to do was like start a business that was going to be my career forever. Like I'd never thought like, Oh, I might not ever, ever go back to a job. It was just like, I have this passion and um, it's evolved over time and it continues to evolve. And I'm sure that it will be com something completely different years from now. But I have these passions and I want to share them with the world. And um, so I just felt God calling on me, calling on me, calling on me to do it. And then I was working at a super toxic job one day and I just woke up and I was physically ill and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like. I need to figure something else out. Um, long story short, I have like a whole thing on my Instagram about this, but long story short, I wasn't able to apply for jobs while I was working at that job. And so um, it was like very strict. I was on a contract. I worked in staffing. So my boss had a lot of connections in the area. Um, and you know, when you're, you, it's not really like easy to make a career change as far as your resume goes. It's what your is on your resume is your experience and that's it. So that day that I decided I didn't want to go, I actually applied for another job and for the first time. And ever since I was trying to leave that position, that's the first time I actually got on the job site and applied. Mm -hmm. And uh, a, an old pastor of mine ended up calling me that day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
please pray for me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the reason he was calling me was because I applied for a job that he had and he hired me. Wow. Same day. And it was at that position. Yeah, it's literally God. That's why, like, it was at that position. So I guess, you know, I'm grateful that he hired me. Um, In that position, I learned pretty much everything I needed to learn about digital marketing, how to get the ideas that were in my head out into the world without, um, you know, on my own. And it just kind of evolved from there. Wow, that now that's what we call divine, mm-hmm. um, truly divine intervention. I mean, for the, for that to happen, and when you were applying, you didn't know that the pastor was affiliated with that position or that job or anything. So, that is truly wow. That's amazing, Brie. Um, don't you just love when God shows up like that? It's just like, whoa. Okay, I I know you're real and I have faith, but you're showing out today, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, Oh my gosh, that is so awesome. Um, if you if someone is like wanting to branch out on their own, even start a coaching business, um, what's like one of the biggest lessons you've learned um in the throughout your process of starting your coaching business and, and really like putting yourself out there? <laughs> um, so many. I would say one of the best, like one of the first things that um I really had to like let sink in in the beginning of my business uh, last, I think it was, it was, it was in the beginning of my business. I was talking to my boyfriend and I'm like, this thing that I did didn't work. And now I like, don't know what to do. I have to figure something else out. I was like very upset about it. And he's like, you're going to have to get used to that. Like you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) It's going to be trial and error. And I'm like, you know what? you're right. And that has proven over time, you know, no matter how much I think I know, there's always something to learn. And from every circumstance, like there's going to be a different result. So when people are afraid to try, I always say like, how could you possibly do something that you've never, ever done before without trying? like without expecting to fail. There's no way, especially like as a first generation entrepreneur, this is something I always have to have in my mind. There is no way that I will ever be able to plan for everything. It's just not gonna happen. The only way that I will be able to not only grow myself, but continue to be able to help other people is by experimenting with the trials and errors. So I would say just go for it with little expectation take what's good and repeat that and whatever didn't work find a new way to do it wow and that to me embodies your solutions over soaking right that is the epitome of your motto the true essence of like who i think you are um and honestly to to be completely honest with you there's been like sometimes just in the beginning of like trying to get this podcast up and going and you know reaching out to people and I'm like oh but I don't have this and I don't have that I literally hear like solutions over soaking in my head and um, I'm just like you know what you will find a way I've always thought that I was resourceful because when you don't come from a lot you figure stuff out um you (laughs) you figure a whole lot out on your own and just like you know 
simple things. You may have certain tools in your house. Well, I got a butter knife. I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but even growing up, my mom always like would have, you know, Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> I don't know where she got that set from, but we had that in the house. But it was just always like, before you ask, go try and figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. And like kids these days, they have it a little easier with Google and stuff like that. But still, they still will come ask questions. And it's like, did you go research it first? So just trying to teach them to be resourceful and to try and figure things out. But also being resourceful is, you know, connecting with people like you who, like you said, you're experiencing some of these trials and errors and maybe even, I won't call them failures, but like lessons learned that then even increases your um you being even more authentic when you're working with your clients about like, hey, you know, this is what I think you should do. This is why, you know, I've tried it other ways, whatever. So I think that, you know, just not giving up and not soaking over, you know, what you don't have or what you don't know and just sort of like figuring out a solution. Um, What um, in your coaching business, what is one tool or even resource, um, since that's kind of like what we're talking about, has been like, you have to have it. It's indispensable for you. Like, it's just something, and it could be something tangible or it could be a mindset. Um, But what has been something that you just have to have to like keep you going and keep your business rolling? Ooh. All right. So I'll go with the first thing that popped in my head, but I love how you said it doesn't have to be tangible. Like it could just be a mindset. So I'm going to think about that one, but convert kit. So you may be shocked to know I don't have a website. Um, <laughs> I don't, it's not that this year I will get one. Um, I don't think that you need all the fancy bells and whistles. I don't think you need to invest hundreds of dollars into your business before you start making money. Um, But if you want to have processes, you want to have constant communication with the people that you are, um, that you're talking to and that you're meeting, ConvertKit is the way to go. You can create landing pages. um, You can have people often that it's an email marketing provider. So, and it's for creatives. Um, So basically, even if it's, if your podcast, it's your podcast and it's, you're looking to get people to sign up or you're looking to get people to listen Um, or you're looking to get people to purchase a digital product or anything. They just have so many options and it's pretty affordable. Nice. Um, I will have to look into that. (laughs) I have a a code I can send you for a discount. Oh, can you also, like, if I put it in the script, can we share that with our listeners? Oh, absolutely. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you. See, welcome to the community. Um, So... What is, um, what's your favorite book? Ooh, I have several, but one that I talk about all the time is Atomic Habits. Um, what is it? One more time. Atomic Habits by James okay. Clear. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, I guess it depends on like where you are. I really like You Are a Badass too by Jen Sincero. I think everyone should, every woman should read that book. And uh, we could all be millionaires. We should all be millionaires. We should all be millionaires. Um, but Atomic Habits is my favorite book because 
I put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm a big, I'm a strategy girl. I'm a big picture thinker. And so I'm always thinking about like the, the kind of the next best thing or like the next best way to do something. And, um, I didn't realize that like day to day for a long time. Now I know, but like day to day is really what structures like the rest of your life. Like how you act every of what you do every single day, the, the place that you put your keys when you come in the house after you're like, after you're coming from going somewhere that those little steps that I would skip over, like having those designated places or having these designated routines ended up costing me so much time, money, um, mental exhaustion, etc. like over a long period of time. So after I read that book, I started to realize that it's, you know, 1% every single day, trying to get 1% better every single day will make me 37% better at the end of the year. But trying every single day to be the perfect person to have like this perfect life, will n- I will never get anywhere. So I love that book. Oh, I'm going to have to definitely check it out. I must be living under a rock because I've never heard of it. Um, I have heard of You're a Badass. So, um, <clears throat> but I'll definitely have to check out Economic Habits because I am... You know, some days I'm really good about routine and just like having structure. And then other days when I realized that I didn't prep like to have the structure, then like it's just this domino effect of nothing gets done. And then it's just all in your head and you just. Yeah. So I definitely need to do better with habits. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> it's very helpful. <clears throat> Um, so before we close, tell, um, the listeners specifically, like, what exactly do you offer with your coaching services? Ooh, good question. Okay. So currently I'm actually booking for a clubhouse group coaching program. That's going to be kind of what I'm working on over the next several months, which is just helping women learn how to show up confidently on clubhouse, convey their message not feel salesy when they're talking about their offers and really understand how to host rooms that people want to come back to build their community and their tribe using an audio app, which is like perfect for people like me and you who love to talk. (laughs) (laughs) That is so awesome. Um, So where can um, we find you out in these social media streets? find me on Instagram at Brie Bradley with two underscores. Um, you can find me on Clubhouse at Brie Bradley. And those are pretty much the two places that I hang out the most. If you want to get on my email list, I'm always serving up some goodness there too. <laughs> All right. And one last thing. did um, If there was one question that I could have asked you, but I did not, how would you have answered it? What's one last thing you want to leave our listeners, the Girl Yes community? Ooh, Okay. Um, I don't know what the question is, but I do know what the answer is. So I, I exude confidence right now, right? I'm super nervous and I'm doing, I'm taking these, um, steps, not because this is something that is always inside my comfort zone or something that someone taught me to do or something that's very easy. It's not, it's, it's a series of trial and error, like we talked about, and it's because I want to be in control of the life that, well, first of all, I'm going to let God have control of my life, but I, I know that I can contribute to the life that I want to live. 
And so just thinking about what I want all the time and not pursuing it was doing myself a disservice. And so everyone has the ability to take control of something that they, that they want to change in their life, whether that's starting a hobby, starting a business, or just changing something that they do day to day. And it's a, you don't have to be like any, any person, you don't have to be a certain way. You don't have to have a certain amount of money. You don't have to, like, you can start where you are with what you have. So that, that would be my answer. That was just as awesome as you are. Um, again, I just want to thank you for showing up for the Girl Yes community. Um, you are awesome. And please find Bree on Instagram at Bree Bradley 2 underscores and on Clubhouse at Bree Bradley. 